Welcome to the Breakfast Club, an Ikib Explorer podcast that explores real stories of everyday people who have faced challenges and come out on top. In each episode, we explore the strategies, tools, and mindset shifts that helped our guests not only survive, but thrive in the face of adversity. Not only will you be inspired and motivated by the incredible stories of our guests, but you'll also be learning something new each time from Ikib Explorer. Our goal is to inspire and motivate you to overcome your own obstacles and achieve your own victories. So sit back, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and join us for the Breakfast Club and Ikib Explorer podcast. Get ready to be moved, inspired, and empowered. Hello and welcome to the Breakfast Club. I'm Samuel Hiri, and this is our first ever episode. Joining me today is my co-host Nora. Nora, how are you doing? Hi everyone. Um, I'm doing great. I'm excited to begin this journey with you all. And we have someone really exciting to begin this episode with us. Yeah, we have the awesome coach. Caleb Ocheja with us. <laughs> <laughs> so Caleb, say hi. Good morning, guys. I'm really happy to be on the breakfast podcast. I'm excited to meet you all. Really, really excited. Thank you, Nora, for having me. Okay, so most of us know Pete Caleb. We know that he's the founder of Real Book Club. And most of us have seen what he does. Some of us follow him. But... I know some of us do not know him, so I'm going to give him the chance to, you know, tell us a bit about himself. So, Caleb, introduce yourself. My name is Caleb Ocheja. I come from Kogi State, currently based in Abuja. Yeah. I studied uh, quantity surveying in the University of Technology, Niger State, Mina. Uh, and I have a couple of businesses. Um, one is called Customize. And a couple of others. I'm personally interested in personal growth and development. So that was one of the reasons I started Real Book Club. Yeah, to help people become the best version of themselves. I figured our generation is plagued with a lot of distractions. Yeah, most people are addicted to social media and a bunch of other things that distract people from purpose. So I believe one of my main vision and purpose on earth is to recalibrate the minds of people, especially young folks. Yeah. So search for knowledge and go for the right stuff. Yeah. And unleash the giant within. Because I realize many people are actually really scared to do stuff. That's basically who I am. I love reading. I love cooking. I love traveling. But then the situation of the country. Yeah. That hobby has, has died a bit. Yeah, but still there, when I get the opportunity, I still love to tour the world. Yeah, I'm a musician too. I host a concert with my siblings every year and my friends too. So, there are many things I do, so I, I don't think I should use the introduction to take over time. Yeah, man of many talents, Yeah, exactly. If you don't follow Kit Caleb, so you will know. Um, what he meant by he is a good cook. Like one of you, one of the list the items on your book is eating his food. Yeah, but that comes with a fee. I'm not cooking free food for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's jump in today and let's talk about breakfast. Uh, 
as you know it, which are disappointments and heartbreaks. In getting to where you are, in the numerous things you've done so far, surely you've um, had a lot of disappointments or some disappointments, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Why don't you share with us one of your or one of the biggest ones that you've had to deal with and how you overcame? Well, I don't say I've encountered too many disappointments, but I've encountered a few. And I realized it's one thing to plan, yeah, it's another thing to act. And you wouldn't know what you encounter until you act. It's just like when you're traveling. You wouldn't know the potholes you encounter. You wouldn't know the checkpoints. You're just going with the hope that you arrive at your destination. In business, I've encountered a lot of disappointments. There are businesses I started with the aim of making a lot of profits. And then at the end, I couldn't even meet up to my capital. Yeah. My revenue was eating into my profit margin was was scattered. It taught me a lot of lessons, which has made me wiser and smarter now. Yeah, the many things I've done. Well, when I started initially, I didn't really have a mentor, so there are many mistakes which would have been avoidable, but weren't because I was doing things on my own. Yeah, but then I still learned from the experience, but it took more time, more energy, uh, more mismanagement of resources. But then I still learned. So I believe the the trick is just starting and learning well from your mistakes. Because if you don't learn, you are bound to repeat the same mistakes time and time again till you learn. Mistakes are very brutal teachers. That is basically it. I wouldn't really um, say this is what happened, that is what happened. But in business, I've encountered a lot of loss. Yeah, in life as well. I've always shared my story of how I received a grant and I thought it was going to be my end of financial struggles. Yeah, So I invested in a couple of things invested in forex invested in crypto until today all the money how it went only the lord almighty knows <laughs> so i think it, it comes with life yeah you expect something and see the other but then it makes you wiser and prepared for the next challenge that's coming so and i think that's what many people fear the uncertainty of doing stuff the uncertainty of trying new things you don't know what they are going to expect. Yeah, so they are scared to launch. They want to get everything perfect. But then you can't really get everything. It doesn't, it doesn't happen in this world. No matter how perfect you think your strategies are, how perfect you think your plan is, it can never be 100% perfect. No matter how. You must always give room for contingencies. You must always give room for things that are unplanned. Yeah, that's why I recommend the 50% principle. Start at 50% and leave the remaining 50% for God. Because we humans, we are bound to the present. The past is gone and the future is uncertain. So planning for or being sure of a future you don't know is oblivious. Yeah. So you make use of the present with hope that the future will deliver to you what you seek. So that's basically... that's. How I've handled some things and come this far. Will I say this far? Well, to a level this far, but I believe there's still more to achieve, a lot more to achieve. Mm, interesting, interesting. 
Now, let's talk a little bit about the, you said you made a lot of mistakes and you didn't have a mentor. Let's talk about the role of mentorship in your life personally. Um, you don't have to tell us who your mentor is, but Shitan, that might be a good thing. Um, let's talk about the role of mentorship for you and how you even approach the mentor. Mentorship. Mentorship is a very um, important aspect of your growth. Uh, if you want to grow fast, you need just like just like a teacher and a student in school. You don't go to school and teach yourself. You go to school to meet a teacher to put you through the subjects, educate you. Yeah, it's almost the same thing for a mentor. But the problem is many people don't really know the right mentors to choose. One rule of mentorship is. If the results you seek are not visible in the life of the supposed mentor you want to choose, that person cannot mentor you. Uh, if you want to be a politician, Cristiano Ronaldo cannot be your mentor. Yeah, you have to look for the Tinubus, the Good Luck Jonathans, the Buharis, the Peter Obis, and the likes. Yeah, those are the folks that will mentor you. Now, if you want to be a football superstar, you can meet Ronaldo, meet Messi, meet Benzema, and the like. Uh, so, for me, I believe uh, the first mentor I had, it wasn't the right mentor for me. So, the relationship didn't work. Yeah, I figured there was a lot of um, conflict in our thought patterns. Yeah. So, I had a couple of others. One of my mentors... I didn't actually reach out to him. Um, he just proposed because he discovered we're in the same field and that is in the built environment. In the, I studied quantity surveying. So I have a mentor who is a, a renowned quantity surveyor. Yeah, so when he figured, he figured I was, I was in the quantity surveying industry, he decided he wanted to help me. Yeah. Said he didn't have a mentor. So, there are mistakes he made that he wouldn't like me to make. Yeah. So that's how I got one of my mentors. And I have a couple of others. Or for some, I went to meet them myself to submit my my goals, my aspirations in life, and ask them to guide me for correction, for advice, you know, because they have they have achieved these things. So when you are going the wrong path, you know. When you are going the right path, you know. But you, you wouldn't know. There's a scripture that says, there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end of his destruction. Mentors know these routes, except they have not gone through that route. Someone who has gone to Lagos before, to a level, he knows the good roads, he knows where you expect, he knows the turns, he knows the twists. Yeah. So, I believe everybody needs a mentor. Need a mentor. They will help you. They will shorten your learning curve drastically. So the role of mentorship should not be um, underestimated at all. You can do it yourself. Fine. Yourself need billionaire successful folks. Yeah, but it comes with a lot of injuries, a lot of bruises, a lot of time wastage. So if you're if you're looking to shorten your learning curve, if you're looking to Shorten the injuries you get on your journey to success. It's imperative you get a mentor or mentors, if you may, because there are different folks in different fields. 
that you need mentorship on. But if you find one person that fits all the categories, oh, lucky for you, enjoy yourself and maximize the opportunity. But if you don't get as many mentors as possible. That's nice. So from everything you've said, I realized that uh, one thing that sets successful people apart from those struggling to succeed is mentorship. Yeah. Well, it's it's part of it. It's not totally um, a metric, but it's part of it. Okay. So can you tell us what um, keeps you motivated and inspired in your business, your line of work? and everything you do despite you know all the challenges you might have encountered how do you how do you stay motivated how do you you know find the courage to you know, keep pushing forward uh well first of all i don't want to suffer in this life i want to enjoy my life <laughs> so that's one very important motivation yeah yeah after god the next most important thing on earth is money even though we Nigerians, we like to live in delusion. But money answered all things. The Bible said it. Yeah. And outside money, money is just a tool. The main, the main reason why I'm focused is purpose. Yeah. I don't want to live life and get to a level where I start regretting things I would have done, but didn't do because of fear, because of um, procrastination. And all of that. Yeah, so personally for me, I don't really um, use motivation. I've passed the level of motivation. I'm now putting from a level of discipline. Discipline. Because motivation, I've said it times without number, it doesn't last. You might read a book, a good book, you feel motivated, you feel on top of the world, you feel you're going to be the next Bill Gates. But then when the work required, to bring that goal or desire to fruition comes, you realize you don't have the discipline. You realize you don't have the technical know-how. Yeah, so motivation is like ice cream, it melts. Yeah, so yeah, and another thing that keeps me motivated is seeing people live their full potential. People reach their full potential. People maximize their life. God has gifted us with different gifts and talents. Yeah, some are writers, some are musicians, some are public speakers, you know, but many of them are scared. So helping them come out of their shell is a big motivation for me. Yeah. When when people say, Oh, I did this because Caleb helped me. I did this because Caleb pushed me. You know, it's it's a plus for me. Yeah, service to God is number one. Then service to humanity is number two. If you are not serving humans, uh, you are wasting your time here on earth because all of us are intertwined. You must find a way to serve. You must find a way to serve. Leadership is in service. So those are a few motivations for me to see people become the best versions of themselves. You don't have to wait till you're old with gray hair and weak bones and start regretting. All the books you could have written, all the businesses you could have started, all the ventures you could have floated, but they didn't do them. No, shouldn't be that way. So I don't have the motivation. It's like a burden I carry for both myself 
to the people around you. Hi, welcome to Equip Expert Facts of the Day. So, have you ever woken up and wanted to go back to sleep in order to finish the nice dream you had? Well, did you know there's a word for that? It's called unirophrenia. Unirophrenia is a peaceful state of mind and a pleasant feeling of contentment that comes from waking up after a nice dream. So yeah, you can impress the person next to you and say, Hey, I woke up with Unirophrenia this morning. And let me know how that goes for you. See you next week for another Equip Explorer Amazing Facts. Okay guys, welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back. We'll see what's good killer. Now, coach, I have a question for you. Now, we you spoke about discipline and we know you own the Royal Book Club. Now, yeah. personally, I love reading. But here's the thing. I find it difficult to read, let's call them motivational books, right? So sometimes when yeah. the books you share on the Royal Book Club, I can't seem to read them. Or say you give me a story mm-hmm. and I'm all over it. Two, three, four days, I'm done reading them. So do I like discipline or is it the choice of book that I'm not comfortable with? Uh, all right. So um, there are basically two types of book, fiction and non-fiction. Yeah. yeah. It's generally easier for people to read fiction yeah, because this um, appeals to your fantasies takes you on a journey. It's, it displays characters. You can see people. See. It has a plot. It has a storyline. It's like you're watching a movie. Yeah. So you want to get to the end to see how it ends. Yeah. So it's interesting. It um, ignites fantasies and different feelings, love, sadness, laughter, and all of that. That's for fiction. But then non-fiction is more like a disciplined teacher. Yeah, it's more like a king. It points out your your weaknesses, points out your imperfections, points out your your laziness, your indiscipline. Yeah. It points all of that out. And most people are not really um comfortable. Even though it's the truth, they know it's the truth. Most people don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear their poor because of the choices they make. Yeah. You don't want to hear their failures because they are not trying enough. Yeah. You don't want to hear um they are not living their best life because they are not doing enough. So nonfiction doesn't tell you much stories. Yeah. Plot twister. It gives you key points. How to go from points O to point ten. Yeah. So for for reading, generally me, I don't know whether it was a blessing. I never really liked fiction. I can't sit down and read a fiction, a fictional book for, for two, three hours. It bores me yeah, because coming from the fact that I know these stories is just coming from somebody's head, especially uh, some some books that they just talk about romance. I don't really have the time for that, man. I want to be a billionaire. So I read things <laughs> that are driving me to my goals. <laughs> I don't care whether Inkichi was heartbroken by China. All those, all those stories don't appeal to me. They are good, but where I'm going, I think those ones are more like for relaxation. And the bulk of my work 
doesn't um, really give me the luxury of time for that. I read some, but it's not my main um, go-to for reading. I have a long list of books I have to complete. So for people who struggle with reading non-fiction, I think it's the mindset. You have to have a mind shift. And start with books that are easy to read. You don't need to get a 500 pages book and start reading. You can start with, with uh, little books like uh, Richest Man in Babylon, Who Moved My Cheese, a Smart Money Woman, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. All those books that doesn't have too many pages. Yeah. In like one, one, two hours, you're done. There are many interesting non-fiction books. Like Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Five love languages. Uh, yeah, there are many. Yeah, that, that will help you understand. Even uh, even Robert Greene's books. There are many stories in there. If you're reading Robert Greene's books, like Forty Eight Laws of Power, Laws of Human Nature, Mastery, you discover that there are many interesting stories in them. But these stories are not just stories. They are teaching you real life lessons. Uh, so. If you struggle reading nonfiction, I advise you start small and look for authors that you relate with. There are many authors that write books on discipline. You can, if you read the one by an author and you don't like it, you pick up another author's own. You know, if you, one rule I use is, especially one rule I give new readers is, if you read 10% of the book and it doesn't interest you, pick up another book. Yeah, with time you will grow to a level where you don't need to read books because you like them. You read them because you need the knowledge in them. There are many books I read that are very boring. But I have to read them because what I'm getting from them is not about the boredom or the entertainment. It's the, the texture of the knowledge. There are stages. There are stages to reading non-fiction books. The important thing is you start. Yeah. And once you start, you begin to grow. You begin to grow. Then you realize many of the books, many of the popular books are not really the good books. There are many hidden gems. And when you begin to discover them, you marvel. You start small, read 10, 20 pages a day, 15 pages a day, you know. Before you know, it's just discipline. In a week, you should be done with, if you read, if you read 20 pages a day, in a week, that's 140 pages. That is an average book. Most books are within 100 to 200 pages. Yeah, so if you read 20 pages consecutively for 10 days, you are done with a 200 pages. If you do that every day, I mean, in a month, you should finish three, four books. Yeah, so it's just a discipline. Just that many people struggle with it and they rather spend time on social media, spend time gossiping, spend time playing games, spend time doing other trivial stuff that doesn't really help their growth. I probably have uh, materials on reading that would help. I have speed reading, I have active memory. These are uh, books written from years of research and experience that will really, really help, especially in new readers, because there's a lot to learn. There's a lot, a lot to learn. be dangerous of you to go through life without requisite knowledge. There are many people waiting to deal with you because of your ignorance. So don't give anybody that opportunity. Get relevant knowledge. Thank you very much Coach, for sharing. Up now, any, any moment now, we'd like you to just you know, share with our listeners one, one thing you'd advise you know, people that are starting up, that want to start up, that want to launch 
what what is the one thing you'd advise them to do all right if you want to launch one of the main things that stop people from launching is fear so just do it afraid you realize once you start the fear you thought you had they will just disappear you figure out you actually have the capacity to navigate your way through those fears but then when you've not started your mind tends to magnify the fears make you feel oh if you start you will die the next minute you will fail everything will crumble but that is not true fear is an innate nature of man everybody is scared you just handle fear differently so if you want to launch anything you want to launch a business launch a podcast launch a brand launch just launch it once you once you launch it the fear that was holding you back will just disappear as as fear fear is fear is 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 like shadow when you are in a dark place your shadow your shadow comes as if it's bigger than you but once you step into light shadow disappears mm. yeah so if you want to break that barrier just step into light take a step do it as do it unprepared and prepare along the line or employ the 50% principle right. your 50% ready start Uh, coach um thank you very much um, we're almost out of time but i just have one more thing um give us five books you think everyone should read five or five hundred <laughs> let's start with five all right five books uh okay i think what i'll do is i'll give one from um, every major topic or niche uh-huh. all right for business money and all of that read school of money by Olumide Emmanuel School of Money by Olumide I think the hard copy is about 20,000 yeah what is totally what it it's one of is it is among the top few books I've read on business and it's written by a Nigerian that's the amazing thing the book is so elaborate if you want to start business that is the only manual you need all right number 2 book laws of human nature by Robert Green to teach you a lot about humans years of research and all of that so the brain's work are very detailed right, number three right so i think i should give one on leadership be a people's person by john maxwell that is a good book be a people's person by john maxwell all right one on love and relationship five love languages by gary chapman i was going to read that very quickly if she hasn't already i have ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's say the fifth one we're out of time already all right the fifth one that should be my book speed reading all uh, right yeah. speed reading by Caleb Chetja. so we're yeah. very grateful to yep. you thank you thank you for joining us thank you for being our pilot episode we hope to have you thank again you. yeah definitely definitely thank you for having me by way of conclusion we'd like you to you know share your social handles with us how would our listeners get in touch with you All right. Well, my social handles are my name. Before there were different things, but you know, as you mature, you begin to do things like a grown-up. So follow me on Instagram or to connect with me on Instagram, Ochejakileb underscore. Connect with me on Facebook, Ochejakileb. Connect with me on Twitter, Ochejakileb underscore. So connect with me on WhatsApp zero zero Yeah, so those are my social media handles. If you want to send a mail, of course, ochejakileb6 at gmail.com. I don't have Snapchat. I don't have TikTok. I don't have the rest of all those apps. 
Okay. Um, if you aren't following Coach Caleb on WhatsApp, you definitely should because his status is, is practically a, it's a gold mine. That's what I can say. It's a gold mine. So if you are not following following him on WhatsApp, you are definitely missing out. Gold mine. How come I've not seen any gold from there? <laughs> don't worry, coach. Don't worry. We are the ones mining it. Exactly, exactly. We are the ones mining the gold. <laughs> we are sharing. I think we should bring small to my house. <laughs> <laughs> In exchange for food, for sure. Why not? Uh, yeah. That's a very good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, everyone follow Coach, Coach Caleb. Try to reach out to him if you can. If you can, try as much as possible to join the Royal Book Club. It's one platform you want to be a part of. It's an amazing community. So thank you guys for joining us on this episode. Look forward to having you join us for the next episode. It's coming out next week, Friday. Don't miss it. Set your timers. Trust me, you're going to enjoy it more even more than you enjoyed this episode.